Intro? Intro. And what? welcome to Podcast 5. 5. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So five. Right. It's a nice round number. Yeah. Welcome to Podcast 5. Um, what have we got on the menu today? Um, I think we have lots of um, media stuff, lots of pop culture oh, cool. stuff, um, you know, the usual shit, basically. <laughs> um, no, no. Seriously, we have some good stuff happening. Um, we have... Um, portals perhaps might might end up in this yeah. one. Yeah, okay, so they go portals. We might be talking portals. about our our yeah. um yeah. our portaloo. Yeah, yes, yes. You know, the yes. portable toilets. So no, 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 quite portals. You yeah. know, as in um, entryways into Openings. podcasts, into you know, into into uh, blogs, into internet sites, mm-hmm. and one in particular for the swamp. Yeah. What is, what are the portals that we're using? If anyone has been to it, what the hell? Are, it makes sense of that thing. What? How do I navigate my way around that? Well, we have portals, yes. all right? And I'll tell you more about that shortly. Yeah. This point, I'm going to say, I'm, I'll put it on later, the, the name of the director and the actors, because I can't remember them. But, yeah, yeah. So I sound authoritative, you know, yeah, instead so, of, yes. I don't have a fucking clue, mate. <laughs> but, uh, I don't care. I'm, I'm a yeah, professional dickhead. Uh, I'm feeling swamped. Yeah. So why have you got my side up? So, oh, yeah. yeah. So so I've brought up the the, the our, our um, new adventures in pop culture site um, because I know that you were. Um, I, I thought that the layout was so fantastic, uh, Russ. That I was going to yeah. get you to to um, talk a little bit about. Uh, how you've come up with the concept of the site mm. and 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 this layout? I, I think mm. you were telling me that you're using the Tortuga platform. Yeah, um, Tortuga. Or yeah, theme. It, it uh, looks pretty good to me. I, I like yeah, the way. Yeah, um, yeah. So like, so talk me through uh, it a little bit, uh, Russell. Um, so so with with the header, you, you've got a really intri- actually for some reason the header immediately always makes me think of you know friends and the um, the, the the scene there. Um, in, in well, in, funnily in, enough, it's yeah. an image from uh, the set of Friends, the, the right. central perk that I, I photographed when I was at the Warner Brothers studio in oh. LA back in 2010. Right. Uh, the fellow there is a fellow called the, called Chad. He was our tour guide, um, pointing out to you all the salubrious things in in the in the Central Perk. I call him the Chad. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a funny guy. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the, the the. It seems to reflect for me pop culture. That's it's another example of. Pop culture in its purest form, uh, the set of friends and yeah. Central Perk. Making coffee, you know, it's, you know, it's percolating, it's percolating ideas, it's... Um, the it meeting just, place, the It's whole a meeting place, place. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. a cafe, it's an internet cafe. Yeah. Um, the Swamp would yeah. be a perfect name for an internet cafe, I think, or a real cafe, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's sort of and I've structured it along the lines of um, a series of portals. Um, there are different ways people can get into the site. Um, they can do it vertically, which is um, the portal way. We, we've got different portals, the first one being Welcome to the Swamp. So a brief, gives you brief an overview. Of, yeah, a yeah. brief overview. And then yeah. the contributors, I think it's important that people know who – Who's actually yeah, on this site? What they're about? Who, who are doing yeah, it? And yeah. it's it's an ongoing thing. The contributors, we yeah. I'm still roping in more. Yeah. And then the main content is, is split into four sections. There's entertain, there's inspire, inform, transform. Yeah. Sort of a nice progression there, going yeah. deeper and deeper, basically into the so site. So walk me sort of through that. So like in entertain, um, what sort of in in that portal, and what am I likely to find if I walk through that door? Yeah. Hopefully self-explanatory, <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, it's it's a, anything that that. Um, that I or other contributors have come up with in terms of um, content, in terms of um, you know, uh, machinemas, films, music, right. articles. Just what's out there, what we're listening things that, to, th- things what that we're I reading. Think um, it's, yeah. um, 
yeah, there's definitely some of that, but a lot of it's just uh, just own content, basically. Um, content that I particularly have come up with yeah. in attempts to entertain people. Yeah. Um, there are some links um, to outside um, sites that I mentioned uh, where people can go when it's, when it's relevant, um, but mostly it, it's my own content. Right. Um, you know, there's there's a section on, on lists. There's the, the podcast can be found here, obviously. Yeah. Um, videos, pictorials, um, article reviews, and um, the, the, the quiz, yeah, the yeah. swamp quiz, which is an ongoing... Um, <laughs> Labour of love. It is, yeah. Well, yeah. I've got so many... There are so many quizzes you can do when it comes to pop culture, and, and it, it helps get traction out there, I think. People love doing quizzes. The All the... Um, um, the marketers are always big on that. They right. say it's one of those things Just you a do really good to, way to, to, to suck people in. Yeah, yeah. Engage with your audience. It's a way of PR, getting PR going, yeah. yeah. So that's entertaining. And so going on to inspire the next portal is going one level in where it's not just about my own creative endeavours, it's about inspiring others to do their own creative endeavours. Yeah, Looking awesome. at things like fan fiction, slasher fiction, yeah. um, doing your own sort of projects at home where you might be doing your own playlist. How do you come up with a playlist for music on your iPhone or whatever? Right. Um, yeah. What sort of possibilities are there? So that's, and Pop maybe culture you, ideas. You, and, um, you're actually looking at maybe having um, – the portal obviously demonstrate what some of these things are to people, mm. um, but but it's, you're actually trying to get behind that a little bit with the view of well, how do you make them? And I'm assuming almost trying to sort of demystify some of that 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 given the amount some of, of that technology yeah. that's around, that um, you know that that with a little bit of creativity yeah. and inspiration, yeah. that anyone can get. Yeah. their stuff out yeah. there and, and get it onto a podcast or create yeah. a mash an email or create a whatever they want to create. Yeah, yeah that's right. What's well, about yeah. empowerment, isn't yeah. it? That, that's, yeah. that's the whole idea of yeah, it. Um, yeah. I'm encouraging that because, I mean, it's certainly been my way. I mean, I start listening to music, loving music, and then at some point I decided I want to go one step further. I want to make my own music. And, yeah. you know, I think it's a process, you know, it's, it's just a healthy – and it's a good way of, of exploring, a, a, you know, genre, a medium or whatever. Yeah. Do your own and you learn yeah. by yeah. doing. Yeah, in the process. And, and so um, there's yeah. there's details there about how to go about all these things. How do you, how do you make your own? Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, I can see you sort of like um, – yeah, they all take time, but um, yeah, there'd be, I'm sure be you know, definitely an audience out there from from the simple to the hard. I mean, of even just showing people, you know, how to create their own blog and putting up a, a you know a WordPress site and taking mm. people through that process yep. at a more basic level. Yep. Well, with everything's basic when you don't you don't know how, but maybe right through to actually making um, yeah your own videos or podcasts that definitely require a bit more technical knowledge. But mm. but at the end of the day, it's about breaking those steps down mm. for people yeah. and yeah. taking you know just demystifying them taking mm. some of the yeah that that out that um yeah. that is often disempowering to people that mm. you know they feel you know this is only something i can consume but i could never do that well, well actually if you have a go you that's you right know, well you, you want to break people away from their consumer cycle don't yeah. you you know, yeah it's, that's the point isn't it i mean there's life's more than just being a consumer, we, our roles are much, much greater yeah. than that, despite yeah. what the marketers and the capitalists, you know, would like us to believe, you know, or would like us to be. Yeah. Um, and so that's all part of it. It's Yeah. Yeah, of doing that. And then um, obviously we take it up a notch, cause, but then in inform, I'm assuming. Um, well, I'm, I'm t making use of my media studies um, background, basically, right. with inform. Uh, that is my background as a media studies teacher. And, um, and so there's you know, lots about 
about the media that, that can be taught or, or people can learn about, and, and I have some knowledge in that, and so I'm trying to present some of this information in the informed section. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what is a genre? What are the different genres that are out there? Oh, film, books, whatever would be one example. Yeah. Um, you know, news media, I mean, how much of it is, is um, objective? How much of it is biased, so forth? What uh, is looking yeah, yeah. Analyzing all of those issues. Um, yeah. If you were doing a high school media studies course you know a good one hopefully this is the sort of stuff you'd learn and again it's back down to empowerment um knowing you know knowing the enemy if you like yeah but kind of like getting a little bit behind the news and the kinds of choices that a have been made for us by you know advertisers and publishers and media moguls and the powers of b at one level and at the other level also maybe about um you know educating people on maybe making um, you know, more informed choices about yep. what they consume and how yep. they consume it and seeing the difference between when they're being sold to yep. and when they're, yep. you know. Um, yeah, that's right, yeah. picking apart all yeah. that, looking yeah. at and particularly yeah. uh, pay a lot of focus on the differences between what we call mainstream media and alternative media, something that we talk about all the time, obviously, yeah. on this when we're talking yeah. about the internet, which yeah. is largely yeah. alternative media, I guess, alternative yeah. Possibilities yeah, of ideas and yeah. getting away from the narrative of what is in the mainstream that people are basically so exposed to. Yeah. Um, and opening their minds, hopefully, a little bit about, yeah, about what's great. out there and what they can do. The final section, of course, is transform. Yeah, yeah which kind um, of builds almost on what you were just saying, really. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah, of course. Um, you know, in terms of who we are and our roles, if we're, you know, one at the surface level, we're seen as consumers, um, at the other end, we're deeply spiritual, um, intuitive beings yeah. who um, uh, and hopefully engaging with life and, and constantly changing and transforming who we are all the time. And uh, yeah. and in order to do that, you need to take on, I get, or just educate yourself. Education, I yeah. guess, is what it comes down to, yeah. reading, um, being inspired by what's out there and um, there's yeah. lots out there. Yeah, I mean, um, we were talking today like about, you know, um, it's making those choices. I mean, it picks up probably on all those portals and, um, mm. yeah, w- w- working your way through them, hopefully for someone who's walking through from the start to the end, by the end that, um, you know, they're maybe not, you know, um, you know, surfing YouTube, watching, um, you know, funny cat uh, videos, <laughs> but um, might be getting something different maybe from yeah. a TED Talk or something else yes, that yes. Um, does more than just entertain, but hopefully actually inspires them, hopefully actually gives them the potential to actually change, to transform yep. themselves yep. in some positive way. Yeah, that's you know, right. Um, um, that, uh, that that's what it's about, surely, yep. at the end, you know. That's um, right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all the sort of stuff we've been talking about, that, that's yeah. all un- what can be found in the Transform Portal, yeah. um, where we're talking about transforming ourselves, transforming society, yeah, our being truly revolutionary, hopefully, yeah. uh, in, a, in, a, in a positive way because um, yeah, that sounds fantastic, we don't Russell. want the, the status quo yeah. forever, do we? Yeah. Well, it, look, it looks fantastic, Russ, and I, I really look forward to the launch. I think that there's no doubt that it, it's going to find its, its place out there in the swamp. Thank you.
I build many lists. Yeah. I am a builder of, of lists. lists. No, it I is a wall, a wall. Um, my you, novel, my novel. Yeah, I had a novel. So, um, yeah, so, so whereabouts are we with your novel, Russ? I know that this has been a pretty intense project for a period of time. Yeah, so. well, it's actually, it ended up being two novels. It got so long. Wow. Um, when I did the second draft, it just became too big, and so I split it into two. And so what I'm right. trying to do is this first novel, I guess. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty much at a nearly nearly final draft stage. If any writer can actually, <laughs> yeah. actually hasn't had their book published, yeah. can call their book at a final draft stage yeah, it's always very presumptuous yeah. there's always you know something someone's always going to look at it and say no that's wrong that's crap and you got to redo this um so but i'm pretty happy with it at the moment personally um i yeah. have sent the book out to a couple of readers particularly with the, the critters uh, online um criticism site right um to check it out and give me some more feedback um the first couple of chapters already had some of uh, some crittering yep and um, so um on critters so, i mean these are mainly uh, other writers yeah or yeah there are other write. science fiction and fantasy writers right. and we criticize each other's works um i haven't i'm not on it at the moment because i just needed to go off it and do have to spend time to do the novel and finish it off but that's where i'm at pretty much now i'm, I'm pretty much ready to show it to professionals and, and agents and Right. I think I am. Um, so at this point, you know, how, how does it feel? A bit nervy that your baby is going to be get, getting sent out there? Are you feeling excited or a bit of bit of both? Bit of relief. Bit of relief. Right. I, it's, that's, I want to get it out of the way. I want to get it over with and move on. That, that's what right. I would like. But yeah, there's certainly excitement and there's some um, hope. Yeah. And you know, with with expectations of crushing disappointment, the usual crap. Yeah. yeah. Every, every yeah. first time writer goes through pretty much, and I am pretty much. This isn't my first novel. I've written yeah. a young adult one years ago, but um, yeah. this is my first series to stab at it, I think. Yeah. Um, but my background's always been in writing. I, I, I went out of college with a, a literature degree, and, yeah. and I've taught English for many years, and did uh, the online study with Swinburne University. Got That's a bat, right. Bat, yeah. What was it? Got a. What's it called? The graduate diploma. I got a graduate diploma online in, yeah, in creative writing, writing. Yeah, and, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. So I have some background skills in it. Um, whether I can actually parlay that into commercial success, <laughs> this is another thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that the, I mean, I guess that 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 was the question. I mean, whereas once upon a time, maybe uh, we would be looking at that question around just the quality of the writing. And writing for a particular genre, in this case, within the I think you would call it the the, the science fiction genre. Yep. Um, uh, although I think from yeah you know, the bits that you told me about the book, it's obviously um, we yeah, would maybe cover a whole lot of other genres too. But anyway, um, uh, but whereas it would be really focused on that writing, and you know, would it find an audience within that genre? Obviously, that that always applies, but the difference here, um, as we were talking about, uh, you know, b- b- previously about um, the stuff that was going on with, um, well, not really, I guess, just Amazon, but the whole sort of move to online publishing and self-publishing and so on, is that um, that that still applies, but now you're in this pool where it'll have as much to do with your online marketing now so, yeah. and knowing how to um yeah get get that work out onto social platforms so that the word gets out mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. be able to master that and that that's become maybe just just as equally an important part of becoming big one anyone that's choosing to become a writer is going to need to probably have a foot in both yeah. camps you and know? to um, tell you the truth it's a pain in the ass i hate the marketing yeah. part of it i really do because so in, not a in that I'm course not good at doing in, it. in the course that you did which i know is a couple of years ago that yeah. that was 
was sort of covered at all? A little bit, a little right. bit. But, um, yeah, um, they didn't turn us into expert marketers of our own work, I would say. It's, it's yeah. always an ongoing learning process. I mean, yeah. my main hope has always been to get a, an agent. That's basically it. How do you get yourself an, an agent, agent right. uh, so you can submit so-called solicited material um, yeah, to the publishing houses. You and, go to yeah. publishing houses. Obviously, you, you, you start off by, by looking at um, science fiction novels on the shelf and who are the publishing houses that are publishing them, yep. the type of books that maybe you write that, that they're likely to look at, um, what are their requirements. Often, you know, you, you'll, you'll fall at the first hurdle. They may want you to be an American citizen. I've definitely been looking at um, – that was one of the things that came out of the writing course that uh, – that I really took to heart that you should try to get publishing from the U in the US. It's good because it's essential. That's such a much bigger market. It's a bigger yeah, market, and yeah. and apparently if you get US publishing, it, it's international straight away. Yep. Um. You know they have um distribution deals with everyone. Yep. Um. We're I'm based here in Australia. It's a small small pond basically. So yeah, that's always a smaller swamp. Yeah. Small swamp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Um. Yeah. So yeah. American um an American agent perhaps um failing that just directly submitting the novel to a publishing house. Sometimes they will accept unsolicited material. That's been another avenue. And failing all of that, in the end, of course, self-publishing has always been at the back of my mind. Yeah. Um, but for you at this point, it would certainly be a, uh, I don't know if the word would be like a last resort, but yeah, that, that would be a lower list priority, obviously. Yeah. That, that you can sort of do at any time, but you'll yeah. try these, yeah. for want of a better term, maybe know, mainstream channels first yeah. and um, and just see if you can get some success yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah but my, my problem is I, I sort of went the wrong way about this, really. I mean, anyone who knows anything about writing, you should start with some short stories and get get your name out that way. That that right. makes sense. It goes with that saying. But me being this uh, ambition, I <laughs> went with the, 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 the two bloody right. novels, and, you know, <laughs> science fiction novels. Yeah. Um, and but I'm, I'm you know, well, I guess the upside is though that I mean, obviously now having um two unpublished novels sitting there, at least in 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 close to final draft form, yeah. that you've got. I assume only but ample material to create a, a whole ream of short stories and novelas out, out of out of. I do. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's interesting because um, the the novel is very much an ensemble piece. There's a lot yeah. of. I mean, it's not just one. Doesn't follow one main character. There's about at least seven of them. Right. They actually called the seven at one point um, because they basically part of the storyline involves them taking over this this time travel machine and, and using right. it for their own purposes um, for. But totally benign purposes, um, because yes. um, government based governments and other interests want to take take it over and, and use it yeah. for their own nefarious ends, yes. um, and using them against other other countries and so forth. That's part of the storyline, and so. Wow. Um, we have these specific specific storylines, which I found I can probably extract out of the novel. And I'm thinking now. Um, maybe presenting it as a series of short stories. Um, that's another another. Um, yeah. approach I'm thinking of taking um, to try and get published. Maybe I, if I need to start by getting some short story done, maybe this is one way I do it. Right. And if they get some traction or they get published, then eventually maybe they can be interested in the actual novel as a whole. Yeah, that at least That's, creates like some profile mm -hmm. and knowledge about about your, your work and yourself as a writer yeah. out there. And, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 No, so that, we'll see how we go with that. Yeah. No, that sounds that's, that's, that, that sounds super interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing um, the, the Eye of the Time Gate very soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
Russ, are you feeling swamped? I am so swamped, I just can't believe it. Ah, it's time for a new adventure. I think you're right. Yeah. A new adventure in pop culture. A new adventure in pop culture. I'm feeling swamped. And I can now, get your, the I can, secret reveal for the week, Russ, I can is... Get, I can get Louie's spontaneous response... Oh my goodness, yeah, Mazzy Star. I just showing really um, CD uh, my latest yeah, music listening. Mazzy Star Seasons of Your Day. Yeah, yeah, it came actually. It was actually released a couple of years back now. Okay, so you it happened not. to bump into this again on one of your horns. Well, I was at Greville Street Records, right, and okay. um, I saw it there. It was only ten bucks, so I had to snap it up. This is the first album they've done in about sixteen years. Yeah, it's been a long time between I think, drinks. I mean, uh, nineteen nine. No, no, I, I tell a lie. It's twenty years. 1996 was Among uh, My Swan. When when was Mezzanine? I'm going right back. No, you're thinking of Massive Attack. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's classic. I'm keeping that in. I love that. It's really showing how clueless he is. Um, Massive Attack, Mazzy Star. It's the same thing. It's okay. I just heard one, heard them all. (laughs) (laughs) You're not as cool as you think you are, are you? (laughs) I I love the purple feather. I mean, that's. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Well, don't worry about the packaging. It's the music itself. But but yeah, it's 20 years since. Um, among my swan, um, but then again, no, it would have been 18 years when it was released, I guess, um, 2014, possibly 13. So yeah. maybe let's let's say um, 17 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Long time. Um, so I know I'm not sure what got them back together. Right. doing this but um it came and went pretty much i heard a track or two on triple r when it came out and so i was aware that it come out um yeah. but massey star people might know a song called um fade into you yes. which they released i think about 1993 it's probably the most well-known song very dreamy fuzzy guitar pop with um the vocals of hope sandoval who's had a fairly fairly well-known solo career she um was um, involved with one of the guys in Jesus and Mary Chain, I believe, for a while. They did a song together, a really fabulous song. Um, right. I think it was called Sometimes Always. Um, they did a duet. That's awesome track. Um, but since then, yeah, she's just been doing solo, and then she's clearly got that together with um, with David Roback. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the two of them t- together again. And, and I've got to say, Hope, Hope looks pretty good in yeah, those photos. But, it's still, a, it's but looking a good, good album. I mean, oh, awesome, man. Yeah. It's, it's classic Mazzy Star. Yeah, it's like yeah. they never went away. It's, yeah. it's that same sound. They haven't changed anything. They, they yeah. certainly haven't reinvented the wheel. It's the same old Mazzy Star. It could be the next album, 1997 or something. Yeah. The sound is still there, um, which is reassuring. Um, I don't want to hear a techno version of Mazzy. I want to hear. Mazzy star, you know, yeah. with that lovely analog, warm sound of Hope's voice and and classic, cool tracks. Um, some couple of extended jams there. Um, it's just great. You know, I don't really need to say anything more. It's yeah. Mazzy Star, a, a fairly recent recent album for you to buy. Um, if you can find it, anyway, God, get Seasons of Your Day is what it's called. Um, yep. I feel like Molly Meldrum at this day. Do yourself a favour and, and get out to Google Store. Check, and, yeah, yeah, check it out. I don't know if you're going to find it ten bucks though these days. Yeah, and if at you all. also picked up. But was it also a gravel? It was. Yeah, yeah. So I had a bumper day that day. Yeah, didn't it, I picked up Underground Lovers' Cold Feeling, the last yeah. album. So we're still in this '90s vibe, I guess. This was yeah, about yeah. 1998, the last album. Before I think they did a soundtrack of um, that film that. Um, Vince Giruso um, wrote and directed um, mm-hmm. 
I think they did it after this, but um, and I've got to say, um, I hadn't heard it. I only knew one song, the the single um, "Infinite Finite," um, a good track, which I have a single of. Um, and you get the extended version on this album. Yeah. Uh, I think it may be my favourite Undies album, actually, uh, even better than "Dream It Down," um, which is was up till this point one of my fa- top ten favourite albums. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's the token Australian album in my top ten list. Yeah, You've got to have yeah, one. Yeah. I mean, there's so many good American British ones that they sort of edge out the Australian stuff that, in my mind. But yeah, but Dream It Down, um, such a classic album. But I'm thinking maybe this one might outdo it. Just yeah. been listening yeah. to it. Um, it's so damn and, good. Uh, so when was this released? Right, 1998. Right. Okay. Um. So yeah. So I got that. Um. One of the great lost underground lovers. One of the great. Lost Melbourne bands. I don't know if they're lost, but um, I know. Yeah. I mean, what's happened with them? Um, Vince and um, Glenn Benny um, joined together and, and formed a band called GBVG, uh, which I saw, saw live once. And um, and then Glenn's um, formed his own solo project called GB3. Um, he's done a couple of albums as that. Um, and that's about it. Where it's left. Yeah. I th- no, they've got a new album. They, they did a new album. I think last year, which I haven't caught up with yet. The most most recent album was um, Weekend, right? Which was 2013, um, and I haven't caught up with. It. I know the song Au Pair from um, Rage, but that's and that sounds great too. I have to catch up with that. But Underground Love is probably best Melbourne band ever, in my opinion. Hmm, um, Would you nominate, care to nominate one? Oh, I'd just have to sort of sit on that for a yeah, okay. bit. Yeah, we'll, yeah, okay, well, we'll yeah, sit on that yeah, for a while and we'll get back yeah, to you on that one, okay, for, for yeah, Rui. Yeah. Um, it's not not mass, Massive Attack. <laughs> no, no, well, yeah. well, they're not Melbourne yeah. anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could be Massive Star, but yeah. Ah, uh, but yeah. they're not, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But they're not Melbourne, no, they're not Australian. Yeah. Um, well, it's just, I mean, like, you've got, you know, I'm just sort of thinking, like, I know different genre and eras, but, you, you know, surely <sighs> in the, you know, the Australian Melbourne pop lexicon yeah. of, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, bands like Skyhooks and Sherbet. I mean, yeah. that, that's a... So weird, anyway. Tangents, mate, tangents. The soundtrack album that the Undies did was for Mall Boy. That was the film, which I have yet to see, right. Mall Boy. Because, you know, Vince was a social worker. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I don't know anything about him at all. Because really being a social worker, <laughs> yeah. well, you should, you, should, you should know these things. And he drew on his experiences. I don't know if it was social worker or the youth worker. It might have been more a youth worker, which is slightly different, isn't it? Well, I mean, youth work—it's in a similar sense on, on on younger people, but yeah. I mean, but you, you know, I mean, it's, it's basically the same 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 sort of gig. Yeah. You know? So you're, you're trying to reach out to people with problems. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so um, so yeah, wonderful album, um, yeah. Cold Feeling. I think we could do something with that, Louis. Rui. Dewey, you, Dewey, would you like Dewey? Dewey. So we're talking about God. The Swamp. I know we're getting retro, but I'm going to get even further retro, actually, because uh, another record that I bought recently, and I do mean record, and a big LP at the lovely Licorice Pie uh, record store in Paran, which, which oh, right. by yeah. the way, I, I discovered through a wonderful app that, that a friend of mine put me on called Vinyl District. Oh, 
right. which is this great app where you put it on your iPhone or your your tablet, yep. and 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 it will using your GPS will, will tell you where's the nearest record store. Oh, great! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which well, that's interesting. Like obviously, like a sign of the the revival of uh, the revival of vinyl. But um, pretty much, yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many in in the inner city area. It's it's not funny, and and it's hard to keep up because they keep closing and then some opening. keep opening and. Yeah. Um, Oh man, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's great to have this app. And, and, and this store was near Greville. Um, yeah, 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 it's on Paran. Right. Uh, it's just down the road from Paran. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's called Licorice Records. No, sorry, Licorice Pie. Yes. Um, just a you know um, second-hand yeah. record store. There's some new records they have there, and but best of all. My mate and I who went with a mate called Paul. We went. We discovered they got they got a back room with with cheap records that are in fantastic condition, but just like six dollars. Right. And from that that pile, I, I grabbed a bunch of them. But one of them that I've been listening to was um, an old record, 10 CC. Oh, Deceptive Bends from 1977. Um, and been enjoying that. Um, 10 CC, pretty pretty daggy band, I guess nowadays. That you, you lump them in with ELO and maybe even the Moody Blues and stuff like that, but and the sound is very similar to those bands, particularly though the Beatles. Yeah. And yeah. what's wrong with that? Yeah, yeah. Um, but just rediscovering that that al- this album um, it has the fairly well known song "Good Morning Judge" and um, "Things We Do for Love." Yeah, big, well, that was a massive. Hit, they were big radio hits. I yeah, played them all yeah. the time on on Three XY and of course on yeah. Countdown. But the, the whole album pretty great, and it ends with this amazing. Um, um, extended tune called um, Feel the Benefit, um, which is an amazing song. Um, the only the only thing I don't like about it in some ways, it's there's like this three-part to it, which makes it longer. It's parts one, two, and three. Part two is actually a different song. Parts one, two, and three really are mean, Feel the Benefit. And it's a good song, but I just, um, I just feel like it. they could cut it out and just put the two parts together right. and make yep. it more consistent and shorter because it's about right. 11 and a half minutes. Um, in fact, that's because that is my want. That's what I did once I, I digitized this album because that's what I do as well. I took the album and put it through the computer and digitized it and made a CD. Yeah. And I made my own little um, Feel the Benefit edit. I cut it down to eight minutes. And, you think it, definitely and it works pretty well. The right. edit was, yeah. works pretty well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just so you've reproduced obsessive. this album. And, it's um, the sort of yeah. obsessive type that I am, yeah. Yeah, no, because I... I I remember them um, certainly at the time of that hit being, um, you know, like very much in line with sort of like uh, well certainly ELO as you mentioned, but also yeah very much sort of Super Tramp at the time. But yeah, um, yeah, there the, 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 really were some you know fantastic um, you know British rock bands at that yeah, time. You know, and they were. Kind of, um, yeah, uh, well not just sort of keyboard sort of driven, but sort of this, these very sort of lush orchestral sounds. Yeah. And, well, yeah, I think yeah. that they all go back yeah. to the Beatles. That's yeah. what it reminds yeah. me of. Um, you know, that late uh, period Beatles um, White yeah. Album, Heavy yeah. Road sound. Yeah. Um, it's lush. And, and they're emulating like that. The song on, on the album called People in Love, which was also sort of, I think, a minor hit for them, very reminiscent of ELO trying to do the Beatles. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you, you know, I mean, it's probably got a bad reputation from too many years of listening to the things we do for love and all that sort of stuff, but yeah. um, still really good. Quirky lyrics. Um, there's a nice song here called um, Marriage Bureau Rendezvous, which um, kind of chimes well with me since I'm sort of still doing that now. It's, it's no longer the Marriage Bureau. You just go on an app like Tinder and and try and connect, <laughs> hook up with women, and that's yes. sort of what I'm, where I'm at at the moment. So there was a certain connection there. Ah, he's, he's, well, he's doing an early version. Spot, Maybe um, we could get a song. Or, we could yes. get a song going there, perhaps. 
perhaps um, yeah. um, the t- Tinder rendezvous. <laughs> <laughs> we're going into into, into, into harmony. We're getting into yeah. deeper waters, which yes. is appropriate since um, the, the the album yes, cover so. features um, deep sea diving suits and um, yeah. someone's got the bands, I suppose. They're playing on that one of those lovely hypnosis um, um, sleeves. Yeah, very la- lavish. Yeah, the two main guys were Eric Stewart and, and um, Graham Goldman for this album, but um, previously they'd had um, two other members, Lowell Cream and Kevin Godley, who, of course, formed Godley and Cream and did those amazing videos, like Cry and um, an yeah. Englishman yeah, in Cry New York. Yeah, Cry was fantastic. Yeah. Well, an Englishman yeah. in New York yeah. is, is one of my favourites too. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's fantastic. Which is kind of interesting, again, that like um, at the time that you know, 10CC were having those big hits, um, it, 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 well, you couldn't have even imagined videos being done like Cry that come later. No, you, know, you just um, no, um, and that all well, they, happened they, very quickly, yeah. really. You know, yeah, well, um, they they were groundbreakers. Those yeah. two guys um, outside of, um, but I mean, think about um, Graham Goldman. You know about him? No. Well, he he made his mark writing songs in the '60s, and you'd know right. a number of them, like "For Your Love" by the Yardbirds, yes. "Pamela Pamela" by yes. Wayne Fontana, yes. "No Milk Today," yes. uh, Herman's Hermits, and most famous of all, "Bus Stop." by the Hollies. Oh, he wrote wow. all those songs. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and there's more that I can't think of. Right. And then so, they ended up yeah, forming or becoming part of 10CC. Yeah, yeah right. Graham Goldman, right. a classic. You know, you could put together a pretty nice playlist of of Gorman, Graham Goldman's sixties, you know, classics. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's phenomenal. And this is before he even joined or formed 10CC. So, yeah, yeah. hats off to you, Gray. Indeed. Gray, so welcome to yet another... Swamped. Okay, well, um, that's enough of the old shit. Let's just briefly talk about some new stuff. Um, I've been getting into a band called Crop Top. Crop Top. Who I've discovered on Bandcamp, and I heard them on Triple R the other day. Um, And that's one of the things I love about um, all this. Um, Triple R now plays stuff from SoundCloud and Bandcamp right. and all those uh, we'll actually just platforms and mentions them right. and get, sends you back to them. Because yep. I was listening to this band and, and I, just, I was just driving so the car. A local, local a band? A local band, yeah. Melbourne yeah. band, yeah. all girl group, very yeah. punky, sort of funny, punky pop sound, um, just really rough and raw. Like the, the, the songs on, on their Bandcamp site actually listed as demos and they, they've got that lovely rough raw sound and I, I bought them bought the yes. album for, for five bucks so yes. it was actually about well three I, I paid five because I, I like them so much um, and I just really enjoyed them but the Triple R played a song and um, mentioned they were on Bandcamp and so I went there and yeah, no, that's that, well. That's, and that's really, the way it works. That's yeah, the way it's supposed to work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look, no, I think I'll, that that's um, you know, in, in keeping with some of the themes we've been talking about on some of the shows yeah. about, um, you know, uh, technology and how it's disrupting yeah. traditional industries like the, the the you know the music industry and so on. And um, and actually interesting that um, that was only on um, something I was reading yesterday, either in the Guardian or something, but uh, for the first time in years. But uh, that, uh, that in the last financial year, in fact, that the music industry in Australia had, had um, one of its uh, b- uh, best years in ages and and so mm, it's interesting mm. whether you know for a long time we were presuming the demise of the traditional recording company and albums and cd yeah. sales because uh, because of all of these other platforms it has to complete uh, compete with but um you know perhaps triple r sort of showing that maybe well you can use mm. it in a very yeah. complementary way yeah, yeah. If, if you're prepared to do that you yeah. know and yeah well they're not the only ones i mean magazines yeah. are doing it too i mean in right. mojo magazine has a segment with new of new releases and they always cite um songs from those platforms as well yeah. that you can go yeah. to yeah 
Yep. Um, yep so me. they're all yes. into, they have to. They've got no choice in many ways. I mean, yeah. they're going to be fall behind the times if they, they don't acknowledge the internet. Yeah. You know, this mainstream media. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. So crop top. Um, the, the the little disc that I bought. Well, the download that I bought was called. Um, I think it's called. Top tape, <laughs> yeah. top tape, um, and um, the song I heard was a song called Janine. And uh, since I, I bought the download, I think I'm going to play it. Janine, let's hear Janine. <laughs> Do the outro? Yes. So that was podcast five, Russ, and I think we covered a lot of ground there. Hopefully, oh, we usually do. Yeah, we usually ho- do. Hopefully, we- we've enlightened people a little bit more about um, the swamp, about our the site layout, and, and obsessions, and, and our psychological problems. That's right. And um, we've, we've emotional really, problems. And as per the theme of our show, where we 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 aim to please and to solve one one to solve problems <laughs> one podcast at a at time. A time. Yeah. Ciao. Ciao. Sayonara. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>